This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we begin a series called 50 Days of Faith. In these lessons, Rick looks into God's Word to discover the true meaning of faith and explore ways we can strengthen it. But first, if you'd like to discover the custom-made dream God has just for you, stay tuned. Because in just a few moments, we're going to tell you about the video base created to dream Bible study. You can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen to today's message. Or you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called Expecting the Best. How do you get God's approval? By being more good than bad? No. By keeping the Ten Commandments? No. By promising to be perfect? No. By being religious and going to church? No. The Bible says there's only one way to get God's approval. There's only one way to get God's smile on your life. In the book of Hebrews, chapter 11, it says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Listen to that. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. The only way you can get God's approval is by faith in Jesus Christ, his son. You may be a great person, but without faith, it's impossible to please God. You may do all kinds of great things in your life, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. Would you say that faith is a pretty important issue? Yes, it is. It is vital that you learn how to live by faith, that you strengthen your faith. So for the next 50 days, we're entering into an eight-week or 50-day series called 50 Days of Faith. And in this, in this series, we're going to stretch your faith. We're going to challenge your faith. We're going to deepen your faith. We're going to strengthen your faith. And you're going to see all kinds of amazing things happen in your life as your faith grows. Now, how do you get more faith? You say, I'd like to have more faith. How do I get it? Well, the Bible tells us faith comes by hearing the word of God. Faith comes from this book. This is faith food. And the more you get into this book, God's word, the Bible, the more your faith will develop. Matthew 9, 29. According to your faith, it will be done to you. Now, Jesus is talking, and this is one of my favorite verses in the Bible, because God says, it's your choice. You get to choose. According to your faith, it will be done to you. You get to choose how much God blesses your life. You get to choose how many answers you have to prayer. You get to choose how much God gets to use you in his plan for the world. How is it? According to your faith, it will be done to you. God says, you got a lot of faith, we'll get a lot done in your life. You got a little faith, we'll get a little done in your life. You got no faith, you get nothing done in your life. According to your faith, it will be done. Faith is the key that unlocks the door to heaven. So it's very important that you grow, you develop, you strengthen your faith. Now the next verse, Hebrews 11, 1 says, faith assures us, of things we expect. Would you circle the phrase, things we expect? Because if I had to summarize faith, faith is expecting the best. That's what it is. Faith is expecting the best. Now, let me 
explain that because some of you are saying, oh, well, that just means like just being optimistic. No, it is not. Let me tell you what faith is not. It's not positive thinking. Now, positive thinking is good. I, I like to be around positive thinking people. In fact, what's the alternative? <laughs> negative thinking. I'd much rather be around positive thinking people than negative thinking people. And po positive thinking is real good, but it is very limited and it certainly isn't faith. I mean, you could, I could put you out in the middle of a snowstorm in nothing but your pajamas and you could have positive thinking all you want and you'd still be freezing to death. All the positive in the thinking in the world wasn't going to make you warmer. And so positive thinking, it's a good thing, but there are some things it just can't affect. When I talk about expecting the best, I'm not talking about wishful thinking like, well, I hope I don't have any problems in life. Good luck. You've already blown that one. You're going to have problems. You're going to have difficulties. Expecting the best is not saying, well, I, I hope that everything goes just the way I planned it. Because almost nothing is going to go just the way you planned it in life. So what, you, what am I talking about when I say faith is expecting the best? Well, there's a little definition on your outline. You might fill this in. Expecting the best is the confident assurance that God is in control of the future. That God is in control of the future. And that he plans what is best for my life because he loves me. Let me read it again. Expecting the best is the confident assurance that God is in control of the future and my future and that he plans what is best for my life. Why? Because he loves me. That definition is based on the next verse, Psalm 32, verse 8. God says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I'll advise you and I'll watch over you. I want you to circle the phrase, your life, because this is customized. It's talking about your life. The pathway for your life is tailor-made. It's personalized. The pathway, the best pathway for your life is not the best pathway for the person sitting next to you. The best pathway for my life is not the best pathway for you. We all have different pathways that God has designed. They're customized, tailor-made plans for our lives. And God says, if you'll trust me, if you'll get to know me, then you can expect the best because I will guide you in the path that's best for you. It's not the best for everybody else, but it's the best for you based on who you are, who God made you to be, and who God wants you to become. Now, why should I expect the best in life when so many things go wrong? Why should I expect the best when so many heartaches ha have happened to me already? Well, we learn the answer to that question in a very famous story in the Bible. It's the story of David and Goliath. You remember this one? That the, 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 the armies of Israel were fighting the armies of Philistia. And the Philistines had a giant of a man. This guy literally was the, the tallest man ever recorded in history. His name was Goliath. He was nearly nine feet tall. Everybody was intimidated by him. And he'd come out and stand at the front of the army and say, okay, I'll take any of you on, one on one or one on ten. And, and everybody was cowering. Everybody was intimidated. He was terrorizing the Israeli army, except one little shepherd boy named David goes, I'll fight him. I'll take him on. Everybody else is saying, he's too big to fight. He's got his little stones and he says, he's too big to miss. <laughs> he's a big target. Besides, 
God's on our side and one plus God equals a majority and we can take him on. And from that story of David fighting Goliath, we learn three things about how David expected the best and what it does to us. When you expect the best, number one, it honors God. It honors God. There is something about expecting the best that says something about what you think about who God really is. When you expect God to help you, it is, it's the highest compliment that you can pay to God. Listen to what David's attitude was in 1 Samuel chapter 17. This day the Lord will hand you over to me and I'll strike you down and the whole world will know that there is a God. Dads, if you overhear one of your kids saying, hey, my daddy can do anything. Have you ever heard that? How does that make you feel? Well, we, we have a God who really can do anything. And when we expect him to do those things in our lives, it is an incredible honor to him. William Carey, a missionary who changed the world during his day because of his faith, had a phrase that really governed his life. He used to say, expect great things from God, attempt great things for God. That's what your faith can do for you. It honors God. Number two, when I have faith, when I expect God to do the best, it increases my ability in life. It increases my strength and ability, as with David. David had the strength to hurl a stone from his sling, hit the Philistine in the head, the stone sank in, Goliath stumbled and fell face downward to the ground. God gave him that ability because of his faith. We've seen many places the difference that attitude can make. Muhammad Ali, who many regard as one of the greatest athletes to ever live, says that the two fights that he lost, he thought something different before those fights than any other fight. He thought, if I lose this fight. And the difference that attitude can make. Faith has the power to change your attitude about life like nothing else. It strengthens our ability in life. You might remember in the story of David and Goliath to show you the kind of faith he had, strength he had, he took five smooth stones off the ground, that little tiny sling, and he went out and he defeated the giant named Goliath. Now, you might be thinking, what kind of faith was it to take five stones? I mean, didn't, didn't he think, you know, that maybe God would give him the strength to make it? No, you need to understand, and the Bible is very clear about this, Goliath had four brothers. And so as David went on to this battle, he figured, if I defeat one giant, God will give me the strength to defeat four others if I have to. He knew that God would give him the ability because of his faith. When you act in faith, you receive additional strength to face the difficulties of life. That's what faith does. Not only does it honor God and increase your ability, but number three, when you have faith, it encourages others. The Bible tells us that when Goliath was defeated, the Israelites gave a great shout of triumph and they rushed after the Philistines and they chased them as far as Gath. This entire nation was vic victorious. An entire nation was energized, was encouraged by the faith of this one young man. That's the power that faith has. Everyone gets excited. Optimism is, is, is contagious. And faith has incredible power to make us optimistic. George Gallup recently did a survey the title of this survey results is The Pollster Finds Faith Brings Optimism. Did you know that? When you have faith, it makes you more optimistic about life. He discovered that the people who have the greatest faith are also the people who are the happiest in life and are the people who are the most helpful to others. You like to be around optimistic people. And faith has the power to make us optimistic. When you have faith, it encourages the people that you want to encourage in your life. It gives you the strength to face the difficulties you want to face in life. And all that honors God in ways that you can't imagine. Now, some of you are saying, Rick, how can I expect the best? You don't know what I've been through. 
No, I don't. And others of you are saying, how can I expect the best? You don't know the problems I'm facing right now. No, I don't. Some of you are facing some giants in your life, some giant problems. You've got a financial Goliath. You've got a medical Goliath, a relational Goliath. You're facing some big issues in your life. And you say, how can I expect the best when everything seems to be going wrong right now? Well, I don't know. I, I don't know everything that's going on in your life, but I do know this. You can do the same four things David did to give him the confidence to face his giants. And if you will do those four things, you will find yourself having a positive, expect the best attitude, even in the worst of situations. Now we know what gave David his confidence because he wrote a book called Psalms and in there he shares all of his inner feelings. And this morning we're going to look at the four things David did. And if you will do these four things, you'll be able to face your giants with confidence. Would you like to be a more optimistic person? Would you like to be a more expecting the best kind of person? What do you do? Number one, first, tune in to God every morning. First thing, tune in to God every morning. Start your day with God. That'll make you more positive. That'll make you more optimistic. That'll make you more a person of faith. And this is David's first secret of optimism. Look at this verse, Psalm 5, verse 3. He says, in the morning, O Lord, you hear my voice. In the morning, I lay my request before you and, read it with me, wait in expectation. Where does he get his spirit of expectation? He spends time with God in the morning. He starts his day with God. Before he talks to anybody else, he talks to God. Now, some of you were born naturally pessimistic. I'm not going to ask you to raise your hands, but you know who you are. And, you know, for you, the cup is always half empty, not half full. And you identify with that great theologian, Eeyore the donkey and Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> A pretty pessimistic specimen. Eeyore the old donkey stood by the side of the stream, and he looked at himself in the water. Pathetic, he said. That's what it is. Pathetic. He turned and slowly walked down the stream for 20 yards, splashed across it, and walked slowly back on the other side. Then he looked at himself in the water again. As I thought, he said, no better from this side. <laughs> but nobody minds, nobody cares, pathetic. That's what it is. There was a crackling noise in the bracken behind him, and out came Winnie the Pooh. Good morning, Eeyore, said Winnie the Pooh. Good morning, Pooh Bear, said Eeyore gloomily. If it is a good morning, he said, which I doubt, he said. <laughs> Do you ever feel like Eeyore in the morning? Let's just have a little survey here. How many of you, true confession, how many of you wake up grouchy in the morning? How many of you let her sleep? Huh? You know, there are really only two kinds of people in life, folks. There are people who get up and say, Good morning, Lord! And there are other people who get up and say, Good Lord, it's morning.
Now you're either a good morning Lord person or a good Lord it's morning person. And good morning Lord people always marry good Lord it's morning people. It's in God's great humor that we marry each other. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy that you've chosen to study along with us today. Did you know that you can start every day with hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick? Well, you can when you sign up to receive his life-changing daily Bible teaching delivered directly to your inbox. Just go to PastorRick.com and sign up for his free Daily Hope devotional. Don't miss out. Sign up now at PastorRick.com. Rick will be right back to close out our time today. But first, did you know that God has a dream for your life? Before you took your very first breath, He had already placed the gift of imagination into your brain and hardwired creativity into every cell of your body. But discovering and fulfilling your God-given dream will require a journey of faith on your part. That's why Pastor Rick just released the Created to Dream Bible Study, based on the core teaching found in his best-selling book, Created to Dream. This six-week video-based study will reveal the process God uses to fulfill the custom-made dream He has just for you and the faith-building phases He'll lead you through as He does. This video study includes an enhanced workbook with lesson outlines, key verses, and the homework for deeper reflection between each session. You can do this study on your own or with friends in a small group setting. So whether you're feeling stuck, forgotten, afraid, or uninspired, the Created to Dream Bible Study will give you the tools you need to awaken and pursue the custom-made dream God created you to fulfill. And today, when you give a gift to help Daily Hope take the Word of God to a hurting world, we'll send you the Created to Dream Bible Study Kit to say thanks. Go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy or text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or the word HOPE to 800-600-5004. And thanks so much for your support. Here's Rick with a letter from one of our listeners. Hi, everybody. Today I want to introduce you to Allison. Uh, She recently wrote me to tell how God had saved her from a life of prostitution and used daily hope to help her grow as a young Christian. Here's what she wrote. I grew up in an atheist family, and I was taught that people who believe in God are crazy, stupid, and brainwashed. I ended up being a hardcore drug addict for 15 years, and to pay for my habit, I sold my body on the street, and I was homeless. But I found a Bible in a hotel room where I was working, and the Lord radically saved me through His Word. Then an amazing church family embraced me fully and helped me to grow in the Lord. One day, Pastor Rick, I came across your TED Talk on the Internet, and I was blown away. So I looked up your website, and I downloaded the Daily Hope app. And I started listening to your sermons every single morning. I then bought the book, Purpose Driven Life, on audible.com. I've enjoyed it immensely. I am so blessed to give a monthly donation so you can share your message all over the world. Your Daily Hope messages have meant so much to me in the past year, and I'm just an infant in Christ. I appreciate all the encouragement that I get from listening to you. Thank you, Pastor Rick. You know, Allison, I I just, 
I can't thank you enough for writing to me and sharing your story. We live to get these letters, and, and it's so exciting to hear stories from people like you who have been radically touched and transformed by the message of hope through Daily Hope. And, I, I, of course, I appreciate you giving a, a monthly donation. Thank you for your prayers for this ministry, that we can pass this good news of hope on to others. I just want you to know that I'm going to be praying that God continues to use you in the lives of other people and to use daily hope to help you grow more like Jesus. God bless you, Allison. If you'd like to let Rick know how this broadcast has blessed you, please feel free to send him an email at rick at pastorrick.com. That's rick at pastorrick.com. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.